Droppe. Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Droppe Gaming Podcast. Yes. And obviously, we're very excited to be back. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Second episode for 2021. Off to a flying start. It's all happening, isn't it? Oh, yeah. And in this episode, we're just going to basically talk about uh, Cyberpunk 2077. That's going to be yeah. kind of our review of that game. Hey, I don't um, know how much we're going to talk about it. Yeah, let's see. We'll see. Yeah, stay we'll, tuned. We've also got a bit, a bit of stuff that's happened since we recorded last. Yep. And we're just going to touch on our most anticipated games of this year. So let's do it. Let's jump straight in, hey? So Cyberpunk. Um, <laughs> yeah. I talked a bit of shit about it last on the last episode. Yeah, you did. We're like way behind the eight ball on this, so I don't think well, I'll talk about it too much. Well, there's been a fairly decent reason for that too. And, yeah. you know, I've, I've played through the campaign, which I talked about last time. Yeah. There's some ups and downs and some fucking terrible things that happened during it. Um... And, yeah, I won't talk about the things that piss me off the most because they would be spoilers. spoilers. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it just seemed... And a lot of people have played it already, the yeah. ones that can. I played, like, 30 hours of it and then deleted it. Yeah. I'm waiting. I've just decided, like, the new patch. So they said that there was going to be two major patches, one in January, one in Feb. Yeah. January 1 just came out, patch mm. 1.1. It added a new game-breaking bug to the game. Yeah. So that's fucking awesome. Mm. So patch 1.11 just came out and fixed yeah. that. Um, and I'm just like, you know, I'm just going to wait yeah. until the PS5 it's, it's a real shame because it's lost a lot of gusto. Like, the excitement yeah. for that game was building for two years. Yeah, at least. At least, yeah. And then all the shit happened. Yeah. And you still played 30 hours of it. Yeah. But... You didn't finish the game. No, in here. I did a lot of side stuff. I had at least 30 crashes in those 30 hours. Yeah. Um, And yeah, just, you know, all the negativity around it just put me off. Yeah, Because I'm like, no. And so the game's okay. I didn't think it was fucking groundbreaking. Mm. Um, You know, they they came out and said, oh, this is going to be the next generation of gaming. Like, not as like the gaming experience, you know? Yeah. Obviously, it's not the graphical and technical level of something on a next gen console, but mm. in terms of like gameplay mechanics, they're like, this is next gen. And then I play it and I'm like, this is decidedly not next gen. Yeah, it's less- like great for mm. a PS4 game. Yeah. But I'm like, mm. this reminds me of fucking Mass Effect 1. Yeah. And, you know. But with worse shooting. Yeah. <laughs> and worse AI. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So there's things about it that are good, like mm. um, graphically it does look really good Yeah, for a PS4 game. Well, playing on a PS5, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I, I haven't played it on a PS4, so I don't yeah. know what it looked like. I don't think the jump is that much Probably between not. PS4 and PS5 yeah. because it's not a PS5 version, it's still a PS4 game. Yeah. So, yeah. And at but, the same time, you know, there's there's a lot of... A lot of very, very beautiful things inside the game. Yeah. You know, there's always a lot happening pretty much regardless of where you are. You've always got the opportunity to go and stand there and listen to a completely random conversation with some people. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's always 
you know, billboards everywhere and there's there's amazing things to look at and see and just yeah. bits and pieces and they change constantly, which to me was pretty awesome. Yeah. You know, like you go to one area and then 20 hours later, you're kind of back in the same area and shit is different. Yeah. It's like, wow, they've updated the billboards. Like things have changed. News in the game has changed. Yeah. So therefore they've changed some of the environmental stuff around that. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it's still, not groundbreaking. Yeah, that's what that's mm. what I mean. And like I'm holding it up against a pretty strong um, expectation. Yes. But that's only because that's the expectation that they put they out. Said, yeah, exactly. You know, mm. and they completely fucking cooked it anyway. You yeah. know, I don't want to like when I said we're behind the eight ball, I meant in regards of talking about the controversy. Yeah. Because the game's been out for you two know, months. Yeah. Nearly two months. Mm. And um, if you haven't seen the fucking controversy about it then you obviously don't give a shit about it and you wouldn't be listening to this podcast but it like (laughs) to summarize it basically you know they made all these promises about how you know they were going to look after their staff and we've talked about it a couple of times on the show they were going to look after the staff they are so pro-consumer and care so much about consumers blah 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 blah. Mm. then they said that the PS, when they were specifically asked about the current, the last gen versions, PS4 and Xbox One, they said yeah. they work well. Yeah. And then the games launched and they were basically unplayable on those base consoles. Mm. And so that's straight up a lie. And then when they were. And then they doubled up, down on that. Yeah. Mm. And then when they were called out on it, they start fucking denying yeah. and making all these promises. Mm. And being like, oh, we really didn't realize that that was going to be the case. No, like they, they specifically was, yeah. didn't send out review codes for anything except the PC version, mm. which reviewed very well. Yeah. And then on launch day, you know, everyone was like, oh, wow, this has got like nines and tens. Mm. And then it comes out on the current, you know, last gen consoles. Yeah. And it's fucking unplayable. And everyone's like, wait, what? Mm. Yeah, know? pretty amazing. And so then they're like, oh, we're really sorry. We never knew this was going to happen. Like, fucking bullshit. Mm. They are a massive company. Oh, yeah. There's and no I'm sure like... they have a PlayStation 4 and an Xbox One somewhere yeah. in their company. Yeah. They would have turned it on at some stage. Exactly. They yeah. would have absolutely known what state it was running in. Yeah. You know. Mm. So that all happened. And then um, Jason Schreier, who we mentioned a couple of times, a journalist who works yeah. for various places. Mm. He um, has done, he's handled a lot of this, you know, covered a lot of this in his articles, this kind of stuff, with a lot of groundbreaking news, Mm. like things like interviewing CDPR staff and finding out that they were doing way more crunch than we were being told they were doing after they were promised not to have any crunch. Mm. Um, You know, staff saying we in 2020, in 2019, we thought this game was going to be coming out in 2022 because of the state it was in. Mm-hmm. Things like that. And then the management guys who really are the ones who completely fucking did all the mistakes here. Yeah. Uh, they come out and they go, oh, you interviewed 20 people out of a staff of 500 or something. It's like, well, okay, you got 500 people there and no one picked up that the PS4 version was completely rooted. Yeah. You know? Um, it does seem a bit much, doesn't it? So just the whole thing stinks to me yeah. and it makes me not want to support... Um, CDPR at all fair enough so that's why I was just like you know what I played 30 hours it crashed 30 fucking times I was playing on PS5 Mm. and I was just like you know what I'll wait until the February patch because there's supposed to be two patches then they said 
they said there was going to be two major patches and then they said oh the january one will be a small patch and then the february one will be a major patch so yeah so they already not follow through on their promises and uh apparently from what i've been reading the 1.1 patch for playstation 4 made a big a reasonably big difference got rid of a lot of crashes and stuff like that improved the performance a lot Mm -hmm. uh, which is good yeah xbox one almost not any change at all wow and i think just like from the outside looking in because PlayStation pulled the game from their store. Yeah. So I think there's a bigger incentive for, for CDPR to focus on that version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To get it back on the store, which sucks for the Xbox owners. It does. Playing it, considering yeah. that um, CDPR fucking partnered with Xbox for that game mm. to fill all of it. Like they had Keanu Reeves on stage at the Xbox That's E3 right. thing. Mm. Um, and they just like oh we're gonna just focus on the playstation version you know yeah yeah but either way it's maybe not, they were just more vocal uh i don't know i think yeah. i reckon it's the taking it off the store has just made them go you know what and focus on that so we can get it back on the store yeah, yeah. but either way we'll see what the february patch, patch does, yeah. does mm-hmm. but i'm still i think i'll just wait till ps5 because it'll be you know fully worked out then in theory it should be yeah yeah, yeah. But see, that, that's the other thing that, to me, is a major issue. Bringing out a game, you know, months later. Yeah, delayed the, multiple times. Yeah. Well, for the current console now, for yeah. PS5 and Xbox X, yeah. and S, is it yeah. S? S-X. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's lost all of its glamour. You yeah. Know? And because it came out six months earlier and people have had the opportunity to play it, yeah, it's going to be available with all this new whiz-bang stuff. Yeah. But for the 20 million people that have played it and are pissed yeah. off it, at it and, you know, potentially played through all the shit yeah. because they wanted to finish the game, like yeah. I did, yeah. there's no fucking way I'm going to play it on a PS5 version. Yeah. I just don't give a fuck. Yeah. I very, very rarely will go back to play a game that I've already, already played, played. Yeah. unless it's spectacular. Yeah. And to be honest, this fucking game is not spectacular. Yeah. You know, like playing it is fun. Yeah. Some of the mechanics are actually good. Yeah. But the stories are fucking dog shit <laughs> and I fucking didn't like it. So there's no way I would go back and play it regardless. Yeah. And when everybody's finished playing this game, I can almost guarantee that a lot of people are going to be in the same position I am going, yeah. I can't fucking believe that I've just played through all this game, spent all this time dealing with their shit. Yeah. For fucking what? Like, the game's shit. Yeah. And I will stand by that. I don't want to give anything you away. No spoilers. You mentioned it in the Game of the Year podcast. Yeah. So. And I don't want to give away any spoilers. But the more I think about this game, the more yeah. fucking pissed off I am yeah. with how shit the ending of this game was. Yeah. I was extremely disappointed in the last five hours. Yeah. So, for anybody who has played it, I hope maybe it was a little bit better for you, but yeah. you know, for what I did and the ending that I don't know how many different endings there are. Yeah. But for the ending I got, it was fucking atrocious. Yeah. So there is definitely no way that I will be looking at downloading it again. Yeah. Just because, you know, it'll look a little bit better. It'll run better. Yeah. No fucking way. Well, they do CDPR. 
give them a little bit of credit with the Witcher 3 they had two really big DLCs that they mm. brought out yeah. as well as something like 20 or so free DLCs of little bits and pieces Yeah. so they've said that their free DLC for Cyberpunk isn't gonna it was supposed to be coming out early 2021 mm-hmm. obviously their staff are a little bit fucking busy yeah. doing other stuff mm. like fixing that shit show of a game yeah. um, so they've said that they're pushing that back until late the, so the free DLC won't start rolling out until late 2021, which totally fucks their support like yeah. calendar. Mm. Because the whole point of DLC is that you keep people playing the game. Exactly. You know, over mm. time. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I don't even know how they're going to tie that into the story because, like I mentioned in the last one, there is a point where it says you can't continue after you go past this. Yeah. And that finishes the game literally like you get to that part you go and play the ending of the game and then that and then it reverts you back yeah, yeah and then it starts that. you back at that door you which i kind of understand yeah you know because they do want you to be able to go back and keep playing the extra yeah. bits and doing side missions and all that kind well of that's stuff. where the dlc probably will lie it'll be like in the world it'll be like hey go over here and it starts mm. this like maybe to a whole new section of map or something yeah. like that which i do get but the my character is complete yeah you know my character is finished the story of my character is finished the entire story leading up from the very fucking beginning of the game is finished yeah and it was fucking atrocious like it was terrible yeah and i don't want to go back and go oh, okay well they've opened up a new fucking area yeah because be a new story because mm. that's what the Witcher 3's DLC was like when you went to the new area. Yeah. It was like a whole new thing. Yeah, which would be good if your character wasn't completed. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying completed as in they've got everything in the game and, you know, you've got all the stuff that you can. Yeah. But the end story for your character is done. Yeah. And you go back to this point where the conversations continue about oh, fuck, what's going to happen here? And what do I do yeah. here? And what? Do I... That's all fucking done. Like, it's I know the ruined, answers yeah. to everything that's now in the game. Yeah. And going and doing extra missions and all that kind of stuff, to me, just seems like a fucking waste of time. Yeah. Because my character's story has been run. Yeah. And it's like going back and watching a fucking movie that you've seen 50 times. Yeah. And trying to forget what the ending is. Yeah. You know? And then little bits and pieces keep trying to ask questions about it and you're like, I fucking know the answer to that yeah. dickhead. Yeah. yeah, but I got that, well, I don't know. I get that in a lot of games. Like, was it playing, I think it was in Valhalla where it was something where like, you have to do this like detective mission and I fucking had it worked out immediately. Yeah. And then you have to go and play like three hours. Mm. And then at the end it's like, hey, this is the one that did it. And yeah. you're like, yeah. Knew that. Knew that. Yeah. So, mm. yeah. I did that same one, and I think I mentioned it to you, but I ch- specifically chose one of the characters that I didn't like. Yeah. Just so that they'd die. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, um, so, I mean, all that controversy, if you want to fucking know more, you can search the internet. There's heaps of info out there about it. In terms of the game review, like, you obviously didn't appreciate the ending, but you liked the game, like, to elements a point. of the yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I like. I wouldn't give it any more. And and putting aside all the technical issues, yeah, 
because obviously that's breaking the game. Yeah. But putting that That'll aside... Be fixed at some point. Yeah. And basing it on just the gameplay and the story and my experience with that, yeah. there's no way I'd go above probably a three at a stretch. Yeah. Which is really fucking disappointing for a game that I was Pretty champing at the for. bit to get for two years. Yeah. 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 I, um, I like it as an open world game because I like the... I'll go and tick off boxes things. Yeah. And like I said, I've only played 30 hours of it and a lot of that was side quest stuff. So um, I don't think I'm in a position to really mm. review it yeah. after the time that I spent because most of it, like seriously, if I'd have focused on the story and I'd have been getting as many crashes as I was getting, mm. I would be so fucking pissed off yeah. because if it crashes in a side quest, you just go, ah, mm. You know, because yeah. the save points and stuff in it are exactly. reasonably garbage. Yeah. Um, if that happened in a main mission, which I think it did in a couple of them, where it would crash at a certain point, and you just you know, go, and there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's not like exactly. I kept getting to that point and it would crash. It mm. would like just crash. Which at does happen times. with a lot of games. When yeah. you get a crash, it's because there's a crack in the coding or something yeah. at a certain spot. Yeah. But not this. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, so I'd like get to a certain point and then it would crash and then I'd have to go back however mm. long in that mission and it's like if that if I'd have been going through story missions where you need to play them and that shit yeah. kept happening mm. I would just get the shits yeah. but I was also getting crashes where I would just be walking down the street Yeah. so mm. it's like fuck Yeah. you know and apparently they fixed a lot of those crashes in um, patch 1.1 but like I said I'm just not touching it until yeah. the PS5 version it's fair because you know Clearly, the PS5 version is going to have higher performance, mm. and the performance is definitely an issue yeah. with it, um, mm. with the PS4 version, and it'll probably be a bit more stable. Let's hope and so. And hopefully be DLC and shit. Like, mm. I honestly don't reckon the next-gen versions will come this year. No, I don't know. They're going to have to, though, because they can't leave it for a long, yeah. long time. But they've got The Witcher 3 coming out this year. Yeah for next gen as well which mm. will probably get delayed as well because surely they've brought in as many people as possible mm -hmm. to like kill bugs yeah. in that game mm. um, well I but, reckon they just hired all of Fiverr yeah <laughs> right outsourced the whole of India yeah that's right <laughs> so but yeah so well, I mean the plan was the game was supposed to come out end of 2020 and they were expecting launch go straight into that post launch yeah. support yeah. DLC and then have the next gen version drop mid to late 2021. Mm. Now every all the DLC's been pushed at least three months at because least. the game yeah. the second batch is coming out in Feb, mm -hmm. and that's supposed to be the major one that fixes up most of the shit. Yeah. There's definitely going to be more patching after that. There's no way two patches fix that game mm. if the staff were saying in 2019 that it was going to come out in 2022. Yeah, I mean they did crunch in 2020. Mm. which the people in 2020, uh, 2019 probably didn't account for. Yeah. But yeah. you don't crunch two years' worth of work into... Three months. Yeah, or six yeah. to nine months mm. of, you know, an hour a day extra or whatever the fuck yeah. they reckon they were doing. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. But yeah, I think overall, that whole cyberpunk thing has been a shit show mm. and has left a really bad taste in my mouth for CDPR. Yeah. So yeah, it's tainted a lot of it. So that's really disappointing. Mm. But anyway, moving on. So the next thing, big thing that's happened. This has recently, only been in the last week. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure you've all heard about it. Um, so GameStop, 
GameStop shares have been skyrocketing. Yeah. And hedge funds are going fucking bankrupt. Now, this has got nothing to do with gaming. Yeah. Absolutely. Except that it's GameStop. Yeah. And the only reason they've done it is because the the big major hedge funds were basically backing GameStop to die in the ass. Yeah. Which is a fucking good short. Yeah. Because it happened to Blockbuster and anything that's a physical media and they rely on a physical media is going down the toilet. Exactly. Yeah. Well, GameStop has lost something like $1.6 billion dollars in the last three years. Yeah. So it's just dying a slow death mm. um, unless they can turn things around. Yeah. So that is the connection to gaming. But basically, there's... Uh, yeah, so where do we start with this? Well, I they guess... did buy Think Geek years yeah. ago, which they saw the issue coming, I think. Yeah. And they bought Think Geek, and that's why here in Australia we have Zing yeah. as well as EB. Um, and they've started... Um, selling like codes and stuff for digital yeah. as well. But um, I think they're trying experimental stores as well with like tabletop gaming in store and stuff like that. Cool. So they mm. just, GameStop is going to start encroaching on those smaller like yeah. gaming Amazing game workshops and, and all that shit kind of like stuff. That. Yeah. So um, basically, uh, so there's a thing in share in shares and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Called shorting, where a company will go, okay, they'll like recognize that this company is going down. Mm. So they borrow shares for that company from a broker and then they sell them straight away. So say the shares are worth 20 bucks. They sell them for 20 bucks that they've borrowed. And so they've got 20 bucks per share. And then, you know, in three weeks time, the shares, you know, they've had their, that company's had their earnings call or whatever, and it's been bad news mm. and it's dropped down to $15 value instead of 20. Yeah. So then they buy back the shares for 15, give them back to the broker that they borrowed them off and keep the $5 per share profit, Yeah. which they've been doing for years. Uh, it caused the global financial crisis or at least the financial crisis in 2008 where hedge funds fucked up and there was a lot of like panic selling and buying mm. and stuff and everything came crashing down yeah and the government had to bail out a bunch of stockbrokers so it's dangerous it's a dangerous way of running it's a business. bet it's a bet it's yeah. gambling it with shares yeah um so what's happened is they this group called melvin capital put out an article or something being like, we have recognized GameStop is going to drop in value. So they mm. bought up a bunch of shares at $20 or something like that. Yeah. And then this group on Reddit called Wall Street Bets, which is basically a bunch of fucking crazy bastards who just like will throw down their life savings on, <laughs> a, on a share, on a, some mm. kind of stocks, just for shits and giggles. Yeah. And then post about it and they post memes and stuff. It's basically stock brokering as a meme. Yeah. And um, so this one guy last year, um, he I heard he bought them for like a dollar a share or something, which I don't think, I think it was down to like $3 at the lowest. Mm. He got like... He bought $47,000 worth. Yeah, yeah, and then he upped it to like $700,000 worth. And mm. then it, he was like... But he bought that first batch and like posted about it and everyone was like, wow, they're about to have their earnings call and it's going to be bad. Yeah. They're shit, why would you buy that? Mm. And they're like, ah, oh, it's a meme. Who gives a shit? Because, mm. you know, there's certain ones that they just, you know, because GameStop 
a lot of people on Reddit have a history of using GameStop yeah. and getting games, so yeah. it's like close to their heart. So mm-hmm. he's just like, oh, I don't care, I'm just doing it. Yeah. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, I wish I had 50 grand to just throw away. Why not? But anyway, mm-hmm. um, so they did that, and then they saw the article by Melvin Capital or whatever, the thing that was like saying... GameStop is a real a one that we've identified as a really good option for shorting. Yeah. And so then they were like, no, not a beloved GameStop. Yeah. So then they coordinated to buy up a bunch of shares to drive the price up to fuck over the hedge funds. Yeah. So what happens is in the situation of in you know, say you buy your shares for twenty bucks mm. and then the earnings call happens and it's a surprise, we've had great success. Those shares go up to twenty five. Then they have to buy back the shares at twenty five and lose five dollars. That's a right, mm. and because they have to give the shares back to the broker that they borrowed them from. Yeah. So what has happened in this situation is that the company that bought them at whatever ended up having to rebuy them at a much higher price, mm. and I think they had must have had like hundreds of thousands, millions of shares Most probably, in their yeah. in their. They like, wouldn't do it otherwise. Thing. Yeah. yeah, because if you. You know, if a share's three dollars and it's looking to drop by fifty cents, mm. you need to have millions of shares for it to be yeah. a worthwhile game. That's right. Yeah. You know, but it's still a reasonably safe bet until mm. these Reddit guys got involved and drove the price up. And the last I saw, it was like four hundred and fifty dollars yeah. a share or something. Because then, if you're holding the shares, you don't have to sell them. Yeah. But if those, if they're being shorted, yeah. and those hedge funds need to purchase them back, yeah, then you own what they need to pay back exactly so they will fucking pay pretty much whatever they need yeah. to to get because them so otherwise they can they're get yeah and so, that's where it's kind of fucking yeah. yeah so a bunch of other hedge funds have um injected cash into this melvin capital and a bunch of other ones that have been dying yeah they injected like three billion dollars and that was when the value of the shares was like 180. Mm-hmm. And because of the nature of shares, there's not like an infinite amount of them. That's so right. it's all about supply and demand. And if all these people on Reddit are just like, buy more, buy more, fucking mm. buy it. Because yeah. they just are like, whatever, we're fucking mm. these guys over. So they're intentionally at this point trying to take down these hedge funds. <laughs> and so I think it was like $3 billion injected. And then in the last week, it went up by like a thousand percent or something. Something ridiculous. Like in that, like yeah. one week. So that three mm. billion is wiped out already. Yeah. Because they're just like, it went from like 100 to 450 like straight away. Yeah. I don't know the specifics in terms of the numbers because it changes so rapidly. But there's so many articles out there that you can read about it and, and videos and stuff that will explain this all much better. But the whole reason the price goes up is because, like I said, more people buy them. So the prices go up because the value of something that everyone wants to buy naturally goes That's up. That's right. So all these Reddit people are buying it, which is pushing the prices up. And then all the hedge funds go panic. Um, we need to rebuy those shares that we sold before it gets out of hand. And that starts driving the price up even more until it gets to this like point. And so they realized the people on Reddit figured it's called a short squeeze when you do that. And it's an actual thing that they do. And Hmm. so these people on Reddit have realized the power of Reddit to do that. And it's become a meme in itself where people are like, hold the line. You Mm -hmm. know, they're saying, do not sell your shares. This guy who bought $50,000 worth or whatever, he's now got like $50 million worth. I think it was more like, I think it's something like $150 million is now 
It's like yeah. massive amounts. And yeah. obviously you have to find someone to buy them at that rate to get yeah. that value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But all the people in that group are like, I'm not selling till he sells. Yeah. And as long as he sells before they're worth under 50 grand, yeah. he's not going to lose money. Exactly. So mm. the longer they hold out, the more hedge funds get fucked over. Yeah, that's right. And these are people who, you know, and they're getting all angry like, oh, you know, you shouldn't be manipulating the stocks like that and stuff. And it's like these other guys who do this shit for a living, mm. you know, and they got outplayed by a bunch of douchebags on Reddit, basically. So I just wanted to mention that on the podcast because I think it's hilarious. People power, fuck yeah. Well, it, it is kind of scary because the stock exchange is a, a privately owned thing. Yeah. To, to get onto the stock exchange is a different thing. You've got to float your company and all that yeah. kind of shit. You've got to have a majority holders and all that kind of bullshit. But by them doing this, just a bunch of people on Reddit, yeah. fucking nobodies, have basically shown that the stock exchange has major flaws. Yeah, loopholes. And, yeah, and huge like implications issues. on national fucking currencies. Like, yeah. it's changed the game across the board. Yeah. Because if, you know, it can be done with a company that's going down the toilet, yeah. you know, and let's face it, GameStop are never going to be as popular as they were 15 years ago. Yeah. Never going to happen. And we've, they've seen, you know, they've got AMC, the cinema company, Blackberry, yeah. Nokia, mm-hmm. a bunch of other ones have been identified by this Wall Street Bets Reddit group yeah. as ones that are likely being sh- used in shorting. Yeah. And so there's like, the stocks of all of those have like skyrocketed in the mm. last week. Yeah. So the whole thing is getting messed up. Exactly. And then... Um, there's this app called Robin Hood, which is a stock brokering, like buying and selling stocks app. Interesting. That a lot of these Reddit people have been using mm-hmm. because Robin Hood, steal from the rich, yeah, give it to the poor. Yeah. Robin Hood, I think, is owned by a hedge fund, or oh, a, wow. a, they're like related. Yeah. So they stopped. They ceased trading on GameStop and a couple of other ones mm. because they're like, oh, market volatility ceased trading. Yeah. And um, at the same time, hedge funds were still allowed to trade. Ah. So now there's a class action lawsuit against the developer of that app. Yep. So it's like every day the there's story grows yeah. of what, how this is affecting things. And, and the funny thing yeah. is, for, for us here in Australia, the the code being used by GameStop in America, yeah. it's... Um, GME. It, yeah, GME, which is the GameStop Corporation, yeah. GME. Um, in Australia, there's a, a small mining company with the same code on the Australian Stock Exchange. Yeah. That went up 57% within three hours. <laughs> and then everyone in Australia would be like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. There it is. I'll go and fucking drop some money on that. And then people realized, oh, shit, that's not GameStop. Yeah. Started pulling it out and nearly fucked that company. Yeah. So pretty fucking scary. That, yeah, it's dangerous. You know, and we're, t- we're dealing with people who are obviously not fucking stock exchange like you know geniuses yeah so i think the people on that wall street bets thing are they have a high level of knowledge of course yeah but so like the mean factor of it now there's like random people who are just like i'm getting in i'm gonna back you guys Mm. and they're throwing down and like to be fair you know a lot of people in america who lived through 2008 and all the bullshit you know goldman and Sachs getting bailed out Mm. by the government all that kind of shit 
there's a lot of anger there still because these people play with the money in the stock exchange. It's like 2011, there was Occupy Wall Street. Yeah. You know, people in America do not fucking appreciate the 1% mm. fucking playing games yeah. with money that way, especially mm-hmm. with beloved companies like GameStop. And exactly. then people are like, well, GameStop are shit as well. <laughs> because, you know, they'll tell, sell, buy, your, buy your game, used game for, for a dollar, dollar and yeah. sell it for fucking 30. Exactly. But... Um, you know, there's a lot of sentiment out there where they're like, if I can throw down a hundred bucks mm. to fucking bring down a hedge fund, like if I can donate a hundred bucks to someone to it's bring down bad. a hedge fund, I'll do it. Yeah. Cause their whole thing is those, those hedge funds just make their money on gambling on the stock market. Mm. Yeah. And you know, when there's people who are struggling to feed their fucking families and these people are like drinking champagne on the balcony when Occupy Wall Street's happening. Yeah. It's like, fuck those motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, and it, you'll be <laughs> hard-pressed. You'll be hard-pressed to find people online talking about this who are not, like, laughing their asses mm. off at these hedge fund people. Yeah. And, like, to be fair, these he- the workers at these hedge fund companies, you know, there's probably people there who are not rich. Oh, yeah. Who are losing their jobs yeah. over this. Mm. And, like poor them but yeah. you know you just you work for the devil you <laughs> fucking get what you deserve basically so but it's a it's a shit show yeah and, and the only people that are crying poor now are the hedge funds yeah you know, because they are seeing that fuck this can be done yeah we can actually get hurt yeah and they don't like that well they're just getting a taste of their own medicine because mm. it's what they've been doing like manipulating the markets if you want to drive up stock prices hedge funds can trade minimal amounts to each other back and forth yeah. and it pushes the price up mm. or drops the price down depending yeah. on how they do it. Yeah. You know, and that's fucking manipulation of the stock market mm. and they do it for their own benefit. Yeah. So, and there's you know, a lot of opportunity in that to be, you know, vicious. Yeah. Because you can, you can basically just short a, a stock and buy it at a certain amount yeah. and then drive the price down and sell it at a cheaper rate. You yeah. don't have to stick to the rate that's on the board. Yeah. So if you need to sell 50,000 shares, you can say, I'll sell them at a cent less than every other motherfucker out yeah. there. And then they start going, fuck, what's going on? It drives the panic down. And then the next person goes, well, we were selling at two cents. You know, now we're going to sell at half a cent. Yeah. And everybody just starts to panic and the whole thing goes downhill. Yeah. That's actually what happened um, in Black Monday. Yeah. Like in the eighties when yeah. you know, one of the most you know like bloodbath day in yeah, financial th- that's history. when people started literally jumping out of windows and stuff like that because yeah. family like centuries of family fortunes were being wiped out because yeah. it started a panic. Yeah. And you know, that that shit can't happen again because they have like regulations and every time something like this happens, the regulations change and they yeah. try to firm it up. Mm. And um, it'll be interesting to see how this happened, like what happens here. Well, it, yeah, because changes things. I can, one way I can see them firming it up is tightening the ability to buy yeah. shares. Yeah. So getting, getting rid of I all that other bullshit the, and then the hedge funds are even more no, because you know, the, entrenched. The Congress are paying attention. From what I've been seeing, the Congress over there are paying attention and they have like the securities... Um, commission commission or whatever who are the yeah. ones that run the whole like are in charge of making sure it's fair yeah. and one of their like high level um, 
things that they're focusing on with all this shit while they're watching and paying attention to what's happening is they're like, we're making sure that the ability for a retail investor, which is like mum and dad, like people yeah. like us, yeah, the ability for those people to invest is not encroached upon by the regulations. Mm. So yeah. if something, because that's what happened with that Robin Hood who are now facing a class action lawsuit, mm. they tried to block retail investors yeah. while allowing hedge fund investors to mm. continue to trade, which is fucking bullshit. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and it becomes... Be, quite scary across the board not not so much in america but in australia yeah because we have 1.7 trillion dollars in our superannuation which is yeah. in the stock exchange yeah the majority like 90 percent of our superannuation is in the stock exchange yeah so it if you're thinking oh i don't have stocks i'm okay yeah it's fucking pretty obvious that you do have stocks yeah. and if it all crashes you're fucked yeah exactly yeah. Like and, we all are, you know, and that's what happened back in, you know, not even, not even 2008, like the, what is it like 2000 and probably around 12, 13, I think the stock market took a fall yeah. a bit Yeah. and I was working with guys who were like in retirement age about to retire and they mm. lost like 50% of their investment yeah. in their super mm-hmm. and you know, it comes back over time, Yeah. but they have to work but an extra two exactly. years. Exactly. If you're you know, going to try and waiting. retire soon. You need that money there. Yeah. Mm. You don't want to be retiring when it's on a fucking downward spiral like it is at the moment. Yeah. But anyway, I just find that really interesting. It's not that related to gaming. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So yeah. moving right along to some other stuff that's happening. Yeah, happened. so we're going to touch on a few things that have we'll been you know, sort a bit of news stuff. This stuff. Yeah. So Returnal, PlayStation 5 exclusive, another game that's now been delayed. Yeah. Only by a month. Yeah. Well, a month and a half, which is decent. Mm. Um, but frustrating too, because that was going to be the Q1, like first quarter PS5 game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got Destruction All-Stars. So another mm. item that's on here is the February PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Um, it's got Control Ultimate Edition, which is PS4, PS5. Concrete Genie, which is a PS4 PS4, game. yeah. And Destruction All-Stars launching day and date on PlayStation Plus, mm. which I think is a really smart move. Yeah. Because it's an online game. Yeah. It's like Rocket League, basically. Mm. Yeah. Rocket League started on PS Plus and it mm-hmm. was very fucking successful for them. Very fucking good game, too. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like tempering my expectations for Destruction All Stars, but I'm hoping that it's gonna be really good. Yeah. And I think it'll be a good one for streaming. So mm. I might get on with streaming some of that. That'd be good. But um that I guess is the first quarter game for PS five now because Returnal was gonna come out on uh, March 19th. Yeah. And that game actually looks really, really good. And how ha- it's from Housemark who made um, Resogun yeah. and a bunch of other games. So that it's a bit of a shift from what they usually make. Mm. Yeah. But... Like, it's a psychological thriller. As opposed to sort of shoot 'em ups and stuff like yeah. that. Like side-scrollers and shit like that, mm-hmm. which they are known for. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a bit frustrating. That's been moved into the second quarter now, and we've still got, you know, we've still got God of War, which was supposed to come out this year. I reckon that'll be pushed back yeah, to twenty twenty two. Horizon, Forbidden West, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, Gran Turismo Seven. All three mm. of those, are, I'm pretty sure, are coming out this year. Hopefully, so yeah, it means that the middle and the back end of this year are probably going to be pretty packed for um let's hope so playstation games yeah but on the flip side you've got xbox who they've just released the medium 
Mm-hmm. So I haven't had a chance to play it. I start, went to play it last night and there was a five gig patch. Oh. So I just went, beep, off. it off again. Yeah. Um, preloaded it. Hey, at least you've saved a long time of battery life on your Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> well, I preloaded the game and then I was like, sweet, it's launched. I'll mm-hmm. go play it. Yeah. Five gig patch. It wow. didn't automatically download. So yeah. I was like, cool, thanks for That's that. That's silly. Speaking of Xbox. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you were about to mention, I think that they had... Two big unannounced games being yeah, released this yeah. year. Yeah, so that's what I was talking about. PS5 looks packed for this year. Yeah. Xbox is a bit quiet. Mm. But we know that Halo Infinite and Psychonauts 2 are coming out this year, and the Medium's just come out. Yeah. But apparently they've got two big unannounced games that mm. are supposed to be coming out this year. So I don't know how you define big. Yeah. That's a reasonably nebulous word. <laughs> you know, it could be like, wow, that's a really big indie game. Or it could be like, that's a fucking Bethesda AAA RPG. Exactly. You know, yeah, so, that's big. Yeah. To that, me, that's big. That's that's yeah. what I reckon big is. Exactly. As well. yeah. You know, if they came out and said, I, I think the rumors around it are like that there's probably a, a Forza Horizon 5, I think. Oh, yeah. So that would be big. Yep. And right. that's something that you would expect to get announced and then released in a couple of months because yeah. everyone knows that they're working on that Forza, it's gonna Forza come, game. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and that would sell consoles, which yeah. is kind of a funny thing because there's been articles out uh, AMD saying that there's a shortage of chips. Yeah, in the last few days, it's been they've yeah. been talking about and it. And they're saying that that's going to continue late into this year. Yeah, so there should be scarcity of PS5s and Xbox Series Xs mm. until like through this year into yeah. next year. So. Which, which is a real pain in the ass because like I was saying, when you've got games that are AAA titles that sell consoles. You want to have those available. You want to have 5 million consoles ready to get sold yeah. when that game comes out. Exactly. And neither of the companies have those. They're trickling in. Stock is coming. Yeah. Like, I've seen stores getting, like, a handful of PS5s or Xboxes, yeah. and within a day, like, less, in a couple of hours, yeah. they're sold. Yeah, well, Corey had a pre-order, three EB games, and he still hasn't got his PS5. Wow. So, and his yeah. his pre-order was in, like, it was after, you know, it was like second or third wave yeah. pre-order. Mm. But, um, yeah, it was supposed to be January, and I don't think he's got it yet. Yeah. So. It's, it's scary. Yeah. Um, um, also, the other thing that happened during the week, I think it was, earlier in this week, uh, Xbox put out a thing to <laughs> say that their, um, their live yeah, goal. Yeah, Xbox live goal was getting double the pricing. Yeah. So their current annual cost was coming down to a six monthly subscription. Yeah, so it was like 60 bucks for 12 months would become 60 bucks for six months. Yeah, yeah. But they also said that you would need, that you would, like with the changes, they were going to make free-to-play games require Xbox Live Gold. Yeah. Where previously you could play something like Warframe or whatever, yeah. Destiny 2 without having Xbox Live Gold. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know who the fuck had a brain fart, brain snap at Xbox yeah. to go, oh, let's double the price and then fuck over all these free-to-play people yeah, yeah. as well, which is insane. Because it, it caused a major wave. Yeah. And they dropped it, like, Australian time, yeah. two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So, they don't give a fuck about us. We know that. Yeah. Right? They don't care it's that it's two American o'clock in market. the morning. That's the middle of the day in America. So, yeah. everybody saw it so yeah. quick. And 
people were in fucking rage yeah. over it. It's only live gold. Yeah. So whatever. Yeah. But a I lot mean, of people have got it. The, and the whole point is to push people onto Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which and I feel like you can find a better way to do that. Exactly. <laughs> because they've had that, you know, go to, to Ultimate for a dollar. Yeah. For what? A year and a half? At least. Yeah. At least. Mm. Since they brought out Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah. Whenever so the fuck it's was. been kind of a weird thing to go, all right, now we're going to charge double for this but not change the price of Ultimate, which is basically the same thing. Yeah. You know, but more. But then by like lunchtime, our time that day, they'd backflip. Yeah, they are. Like, oh, we, sorry, <laughs> we didn't really think that one through. No. Seriously, <laughs> fucking hell. That, that's pretty major for a gaming, or for any company yeah. to put a major price hike out. Yeah. And then literally within hours kind of go, sorry, how bad. Big mistake. Yeah. Because there was just Didn't mean massive. that shit show mm. like the response was very fast yeah and quite vicious yes so very yeah. much so um fuck it that's probably enough pretty much the only other thing that we've heard is a unsubstantiated rumor basically oh, yeah, about there the was assassin's creed. yeah there was a, a leaked map of an assassin's creed game it was in, not a very good map no it wasn't. i saw it and yeah. it was like Someone it's, could just have drawn that on a piece of paper. That yeah. was like not a game. It was basically map. the outline of India, and and it had a, like a few regions, countries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that we don't know if that's been. I think you know, it'll be cool. Yeah. And from what I was reading, was, they were talking about some of the, like, the map had, um, it had like highlighted areas of like this yeah. area is British controlled this area is Dutch controlled so you can probably and then one side was a call centre and <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <laughs> you can probably from that map you can probably work out sort of the time period that it would be in yeah so but it's yeah I mean they tend to be true mm. the leaks yeah, about the Assassin's Creed yeah. games and I think it would fit better than fucking Vikings would mm. but We'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Um, now let's talk about most anticipated games. We'll finish up on that. Yeah. So there are some there's titles some, coming out. There's some big games coming out. <laughs> um, and some unannounced big games. Yeah. And <laughs> ones that you just don't give a shit about. Yeah. I went through the list. Um, well, there's a there's an article on IGN called All the Big Games Coming in 2021. And then obviously you can go to Wikipedia game releases in 2021 yeah. that has sort of dates um, and, and there's actually a lot more on there that don't have dates yeah, than that do. Absolutely. And that's always the case. And like you mm. get to June when E3 would happen. I yeah. wonder what's going to happen with E3 this year. Surely. I mean, America is in the midst of like Chaos. fucking end times. <laughs> yeah. So I think it'll probably be all digital again. But mm-hmm. basically what normally happens is that a lot of those get a date in June and it'll be like you know, October, November releases. Because at the moment, there's like nothing showing for the end of this year. Yeah. And there's going to be massive games coming out. We still don't... Is there... There's still no date for Far Cry 6, is there? They no. delayed that like yeah. indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. And and even games that did have releases or release dates, um, a lot of... Like this, this article on IGN is two months old. Yeah. It's been updated just recently. Yeah, well, because um, Returnal literally just got delayed. Yeah, yeah. So, so there are a lot of games on here that have been pushed. 
Outriders is another one that was supposed to be out in February and it's now coming out March, I yeah, think, I or think, April. Yeah, it was only about a month or yeah. six weeks or something. I'm pretty so, keen yeah. for that game. That please. actually does look good. <clears throat> it, and I get a little bit concerned about games like that because I know that a, a game extremely heavily reliant on, on shooting mechanics and things like that yeah. can be very hit or miss. Yeah. So and it's a new IP outriders. Yeah. April first yeah. it's been delayed too, and it's a second delay for that game, which wow. I feel like when things are getting delayed multiple times it doesn't bode well. No, that's right. Like I'd like to think that after the second or third or however many delays that they're like, Yep, game's perfect, release mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But fucking Cyberpunk was delayed like three or four times yeah. and that was unplayable. <laughs> so it should still not have been brought out. Yeah. But we don't need to talk about that. But no. so from the list, my favorite, my most anticipated, my list is what much bigger than yours, so I'll just okay. name them. Yep. Um, Returnal, obviously, PS5 exclusive. I'm in for that. Um, it Takes Two is from the guys who made the one, the prison one, prison uh, escape yeah. one that we no played. No Way Out? No Way uh, Yeah, I think that was A it. Way Out? A Way Out, yeah. So... Because, um, yeah, there was a way out. There I'm was not gonna, no way yeah, out. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about all of these games, but It Takes Two really looks really good. Um, that's one that, that's probably one of my top three most anticipated. Oh, yeah. And it's an indie game. So it's in the EA Originals thing, and basically it's like... Um, it's like a couple who are married, mm. or I think they're married, and they're like their relationship's really rocky, and then they wake up and they're like puppets... Hmm. and the whole game is about them it's a co-op couch co-op game yeah. I think online co-op as well Almost which probably. these guys like do yeah. and they have to work together and solve puzzles and stuff and, and like one will have a t- certain ability that the other doesn't so they have to work together and the storyline follows them like repairing their relationship as wow. they and it's got like banter and stuff like that I mm. would absolutely recommend you go and check out the trailer for it yeah. it takes two um, it's funny it looks funny. It looks like heartwarming and wholesome. Yeah. Fucking awesome. So I'm really, really looking forward to that. Outriders, like we just talked about, it's been delayed a couple of times. That looks reasonably interesting. Far Cry 6, obviously, because I love open world games yeah. that are tick the box games, mm-hmm. which I'm sure that'll be. Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, I just want because it's Star, Star Wars. And Lego. And Lego. I don't really play Lego games. Like Mm. I sometimes, I went through, I've gone through a couple of phases where I've just played the shit out of Lego games. Yeah. Um, But generally I'll like buy them and then not play them. Yeah. But this (laughs) one, it's like supposed to be all the highlight moments from all nine movies. Wow. In one Star Wars game. So. Well, that should be easy enough for them seeing they've already made the first six. Yeah, exactly. So. Right. Well, they've made, The Force Awakens was a Lego game as well. Mm. I don't know if they did the last two. But, um, yeah, because they've been working on that one for a while. Mass Effect Legendary Edition, I will absolutely play through all three of those games again. When that remaster comes out, I don't give a fuck. Mass Effect is one of the greatest games I've ever played. Yeah. And I love it. And I will absolutely play through it again. Especially with Mass Effect 4 coming out Mm. at some point in the future. See, I'm a little bit worried about that because we all remember the lifts, getting into a lift for the loading. Yeah. How fucking fast are these lifts going to be these days? <laughs> you know, like they're going to step in, press the button, 
and it'll be there yeah. with our current Good. gen load times. Fine by me. <laughs> um, I don't, it's a, so they're being remastered. I don't think it's a PS5 and Xbox Series X version, but I don't think we know very much about it. So maybe there mm. is. But even if it's a PS4 remaster, like it's going to have 4K and all that for the PS4 Pro version and all that kind of yeah. shit. I hope there's a PS5 version, but... Well, I think there are because they've remastered it in 4K. Yeah. So, but that's like PS4 Pro and yeah, an yeah. Xbox One X, which is what a lot of the. Because I'm pretty sure, uh, the one of the head developers said that they've, uh, they're targeting the enhancements of the Xbox X and PlayStation yeah. Five. So, it yeah. Anyway, we don't know, but yeah. hopefully it's yeah. Um, it's funny how they do that because like if you look at ps4 games that run at 4k on the ps5 it's only because of that ps4 pro upgrade yeah so it doesn't take advantage of the solid state drive it doesn't yeah. take advantage of the haptic feedback and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff yeah um moving on ratchet and clank rift apart we know i'm so keen for the last ratchet and clank game was super fun and it's free on the playstation plus collection is that what it's called I can't even remember yeah. on the PS5. Yeah. PlayStation Plus Collection um, or PS Plus Collection, whatever you want to call yeah. it. The original the, or the last Ratchet & Clank that was like the remake of the original mm-hmm. games yeah. is on there and that game is so fun. So there's a new Battlefield coming out which I, you know... Yeah, it could be interesting. I'm keen for that. Uh, <clears throat> Halo Infinite is the one Xbox game that's on this list for me only because Halo is iconic so another remaster that's coming this year is the gta 5 remaster and um i'm really excited to play through that again i started playing it on pc the other day Mm -hmm. just because it was i was scrolling through my epic game store library and i saw it and i was like yeah maybe i should try that again and i turned it on i played like the first couple of missions and i was like fuck yeah this game's fun it's cool it is a really fun game and playing it on uh, like on PC is definitely a step up from the PS4 yeah. version or PS3 which I predominantly played on I think mm-hmm. so I'm excited to play through it again on PS5 in the meantime while waiting for GTA 6 to come out yeah fair enough um, Horizon Forbidden West is another one that's coming out this year that's coming out PS4 and PS5 but Horizon Zero Dawn was such an amazing game that I will totally be looking forward to that and God of War Ragnarok. So there's a few games that I'm excited for this year, but yeah. you have a very small list. <laughs> I do. Um, there's just, to me, a lot of... Fluff? Yeah, literally. Like My my two that I'm actually excited about, God of War, Ragnarok, yeah. very excited. Yeah, because I think it's going to be awesome. God of War was fucking incredible. Yeah, probably and game of the generation last generation. Yeah, yeah, very like within one or two at least. Yeah, um, I'm kind of keen to play that again as well. Yeah, I, I actually have been looking at that on those essentials, going, yeah. hmm, wouldn't mind actually giving that a crack on yeah. the PS5. On the PS Plus collection, it's free as well. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, uh, not that it's not in our fucking accounts already. Though, well, that's right. Like, yeah. Um, and the only other one that I'm actually, you know, even keen for is Far Cry 6. Yeah. Um, a lot of other games that I've been looking at, I just, they don't excite me. And, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll play things like Ratchet and Clank for sure. Um, 
potentially Horizon. Yeah. Um, but I've said it multiple times before, games that are remakes very rarely excite me. Um, I will probably try and play... Um, I don't think I'd go and play GTA again. Yeah. Um, I think I'll get it and play a bit of it. I don't yeah. know if I'll finish the whole game, though. Yeah. Big game. Yeah. But it's a fucking great game. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah. I don't know. Just the whole... Like, we have a new console. Yeah. And it's like they're going, but this was a great game back in the day. Let's fucking yeah. remake that for the new console. And it's like, just fucking make a new game. Yeah. You know, like, there's new possibilities you don't have to keep regurgitating the old ones. Yeah. But that's always fact. been your opinion on remasters. Yes. Yeah. So I think remakes are a different story. Um, like They can example, be, but Mafia. when we've already played those games, yeah, you know the they're story. not changing anything really. Yeah. You know, it's the same. Because if they changed it, it wouldn't be a fucking remake. Yeah. You know? So they're not adding anything. They're not pushing the generation. They're yeah. not creating new and exciting, you know, kinds of things that we can do. Yeah. All they're doing is just going, oh, if you didn't play this game back then, here it is. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, it depends on the game. Because like like you said before, it's like watching a movie 50 times. Yeah. But you would watch, like I've definitely watched like Waterboy yeah, so, at least 100 yeah, times. Yeah, And you know? Fight Club I've probably watched like 25 times. Yeah, exactly. In bits and pieces. Right, so when it comes to games, obviously they're a much bigger thing to handle. Uh, and a lot but, bigger investment too. Yeah. Yeah. For time, mm. um, yeah. so I've you know I've played I played through this Ezio collection of the Assassin's Creed games. Yeah. So I'd already played through them and I played through them again, knowing the story. Yeah. You know, and like fuck, I just started watching The Office again, mm. and that's like nine series or something, or yeah. eight series mm. out of like twenty episodes a series. So it's a good investment of time to watch all of them again, and I've seen it all before. Yeah. But I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. So. You know, that's why that's my reason with Mass Effect. I think it's been long enough since I played through them yeah. that I'll appreciate playing through it again. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that I'll get the same with GTA Five. But obviously, I'd prefer to have brand new games to be playing right now. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I'm keen for Returnal. You know, Far Cry Six, Far Cry Five. I was kind of disappointed with. Mm. I liked the New Dawn one yeah. that they brought out. It was like, sort of like fast forward into the future yeah. of Far Cry 5 but um, Old Mate from Breaking Bad and the boys Giancarlo oh, yeah. Esposito or whatever mm-hmm. his name is the the, ba- the you know main baddie in yeah. Far Cry 6 mm-hmm. he's just amazing he is he is one of the best yeah. actors of our time he, he does and a good he's job. in Far Cry 6 so mm. I think he's going to bring so much value to that yeah yeah. From a performance value mm-hmm. st- like level, yeah. Because how can he not? Yeah, the guy's a fucking master actor. Mm. You know, and it's not even you know if you look at his his um, the stuff that he's done. It's not just bre- being a baddie in like Breaking Bad and stuff like that. He was in The Mandalorian as well, but like he plays good guys in some movies as well. Like he's mm. not just a typecast bad guy. Yeah. He's a fucking master of his craft. He is so. Yeah. yeah. So I'm pretty, I'm reasonably keen. Mm. My expectations are very tempered for that as well, but that's only because Far Cry 5 I found to be wanting. Yeah. You know. And that's the one thing that, you know, I I am may, maybe a little bit concerned about with Far Cry. Yeah. Is 
that from a player's point of view, they haven't really done much since Far Cry 3. Yeah. You know, since they added that... Um, they the, added a lot of filler. Yeah, yeah. That's like, what I find. But the, the mechanics of things never change all that much. Yeah. Um, and probably the same with Assassin's Creed and The Division and all those. They Assassin's change Creed changes much. quite a lot. Yeah. Like over the years, the different games, you know, Origins and Odyssey and Valhalla are reasonably similar. Yeah. But like, there's no way that a Spartan warrior fights the same as... No, hiking. that's true, yeah. So those yeah. kind of things change, mm. but Far Cry is guns. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you can't change things and that much. One them. of the major things that I remember them changing for Far Cry 3, I think, maybe it was 2, was the spreading of fire. Yeah. So you could well, actually... that got not as good over time. Yeah, yeah. So so that kind of makes me go, well, what's what are they adding to this yeah. that is going to be the next thing? Or is yeah. it just going to be a reskinned 4 and 5? Yeah. Which would be a bit upsetting. Well, that's yeah. kind of like what happened with Just Cause. Because mm. Just Cause 3 had really cool explosions and then Just Cause 4 had not as good explosions. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, why mm-hmm. did you do that? Yeah. And presumably it's like a memory optimization to like, you know, if you add more detailed texture to the leaves on the trees, then you can't have as much fire. Yeah, Because it'll overload the... But yeah. like playing on a next-gen console... Mm. hopefully makes all the difference yeah <laughs> we're, we're deciding that that's enough for this episode um, yeah. thank you very much for listening if you have your own two bob that you want to put into GameStop yeah. or you want to send to us podcast at dropbeargaming.com that's the one and, or you can uh, follow us on the all the social media stuff. and stuff yeah and hopefully I'll start streaming again soon mm. I've been kind of feeling that like boredom with gaming as well but I don't know yeah. if that's like coming back from holidays and going back to work and like could be you know yeah i'm feeling a bit flat lately mm. from all of that so yeah. and then i turn on the playstation and i'm like i'm in the middle of assassin's creed valhalla and i do the like finish everything in the region yeah and i'll just sit down and i'm like oh, i can't be fucked yeah mm-hmm. with this it's kind of how i feel with a lot of the games that are on there at the yeah. moment and i'm like this yeah. the story is not driving me forward in that like yeah. in games like that the story doesn't drive me forward mm-hmm. because I'm like I have to do everything before I can leave this area yeah that's fair enough <laughs> you know? but anyway yeah. we'll see what happens and you know yeah. got a whole year ahead of us so. exactly so thank you again for listening we'll be back uh, eventually so <laughs> keep an ear out <laughs> cheers see ya see ya